Welcome to my mini episodes that I am so excited to roll out to you. You know, I've been thinking and I absolutely love bringing on a mama guest every Monday onto the show. It is so rewarding for me and I love being able to share their stories. But I also have other things on my mind that I want to say. And really, if I could kind of sum it all up, it would be We have to accept ourselves as mothers before we can accept our neurodiverse children. The bulk of the work is really about us. And I didn't know that for so many years. And so I've been thinking a lot about the process I have taken to get to where I am mentally today, where I do accept myself and I do accept my child. And no, it's not a perfect system. And You know, I'm not saying every single moment is sunshine and rainbows, but I have done so much self-growth in this area. And I really want to share that knowledge with you because I don't want to see you stuck. You know, it's one thing to connect with you on a personal level. I have developed so many wonderful friendships with you. I really feel like I know you in so many ways. If you're in Mothers Together, we chat even further. We're on Zoom all the time. And we just feel so close. Connection and community are absolutely crucial. But so is acceptance. So is self-love. So is understanding. And so I want to bring you these mini episodes And you're going to get them Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays. They're going to be short, typically between five and ten minutes. All four of those mini episodes are going to be centered around a theme. And the theme is going to have to do with self-acceptance. Now, I am really, really excited to tell you what's been on my heart. And I hope that it resonates with you on some level. And if it does, I would love for you to reach out, reach out on Instagram, reach out and DM me, send me an email, however you feel most comfortable, but tell me if it connected with you. Tell me if it resonated. Tell me what you're going to do to start to accept who you are as a mother. Okay, on to the mini episode. I want you to recognize as you go through this next week that Sometimes going with the flow of your child's needs is more important than being consistent in a traditional sense. When you think about your own children, right? You think about your neurodiverse children right now. You know what makes them tick. You know them in and out and you have done hours upon hours of research to figure them out. We all know this is true. We're all on the same page. But being consistent, that's another kind of misunderstood word. Being consistent doesn't always mean, it doesn't mean you're a robot. It doesn't mean you're robotic. It doesn't mean that you are this authoritarian sort of dictator and whatever you say goes all the time. Because that's probably not what your kids need. I can tell you it is not what my kids need. Mr. Eight specifically needs to feel some level of control. He needs, even though we both know that I'm in charge, he needs to feel like 
he's in charge. And so by giving him a little bit of control, it allows him to feel like he has a say in things. Now, I think most people would agree with that. But when I say control, I don't mean like give him two choices and he picks one. No, neurodiverse kids don't play that quote unquote baby game. If you give them two choices, they're picking the third one or they're saying, screw all your choices. I'm not doing this, right? So that's not what I mean by giving them a little control. What I mean is bending the boundary, maybe not snapping it. Maybe it doesn't break, but just giving a little bend. So for example, the other night, Mr. Eight was building Legos and it was bedtime, of course. One of the things that we need to do and that we're going to do is sort of transition to bedtime a little better than we are right now, especially with school starting back up because Legos before bed is a bad idea. Um, but he, he, he didn't want to stop. He was in the middle of building something and he was using the directions and he was really hyper-focused on what he was doing. My boundary that I was setting was about, hey, it's time for bed at whatever time. He was not going to comply with that right then, right? He was in the middle of doing something. So I could have held strong to that boundary, really firm boundary. It is eight o'clock. I said, it's time for bed. Let's go right now. He would have screamed his head off and it would have resulted in a fight. If you don't get up now, then X, Y, Z will happen, right? And it just escalates from there. Or... I could recognize that sometimes his needs, and especially that need for just a little bit of control, mean that it's okay for my boundary to bend just a little bit. So I did. I did. I said, what step is a good stopping point for you in your directions? And sometimes I've I've done that a few times. Sometimes it works, and he'll point to it and say, right here. Every time he does that and he finds the spot that is good for him, he stops 100% of the time without any fussing at all. And then other times he's like, well, I don't really have a stopping point. So I'm like, okay, well, let's say two steps more. And he'll say, well, how about four steps more? And I'll say, how about three? We sort of negotiate. When we get to that agreement, and he, he will agree, I'll say, how can I help you find the pieces faster? because it really is bedtime. And so he'll tell me what he's looking for and we'll look together. This has happened multiple times. Has he gone to bed a little late? Sure, I mean, we're talking like 10 minutes, maybe 15. Does this happen every night? No. What comes out of this experience, not not only just the fact that he does not have a massive meltdown and we don't have this big fight over this silly issue, he learns that I am doing what's best for him. And what's best for him is sometimes to include him on the decision-making process. Neurodiverse kids, more than neurotypical kids in my opinion, really feel this need for independence and control. Now, Mr. A is actually not independent on a lot of things. There's a lot of things he wants me to do for him and always has his whole life. But certain things like this, like he wants to have a part in making the decision on when he's going to take a break, when he's going to go to bed, whatever. So it's okay to bend your boundaries 
around the needs of your child. Your boundaries that you hold don't have to look like your friend's boundaries. They don't have to look like your neighbor's boundaries, and they don't have to look like the boundaries that you were held to as a child. They don't. They don't. Especially if you and your child are very different. And that's the whole point. Everyone's needs are a little bit different. My five-year-old needs a firmer boundary for many reasons, and he's been exhausting lately, but he you know, because of his younger age and just the way he ticks, if I say, if you don't X, Y, Z, then this is going to happen, that's enough for him. And that's a boundary that I will hold because he will comply because it works. It motivates him. He's like, okay, all right, that makes sense. All right, I'm going to go do that thing. But Mr. Eight, no, 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 no. So if you are recognizing your child's needs whenever you set a boundary, and maybe bend the boundary and sometimes not even hold it at all, then you are doing what your child needs in that moment. That's exactly the right decision. I look at this as being consistently inconsistent. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, like every day is going to be different. Every moment's going to be different. Like literally today, I set boundaries a thousand times, kept some bent some and didn't hold some at all and let them go. That is okay. So I'm actually doing what my kids need by bending a boundary or holding onto it tightly, being consistently inconsistent. Well, I hope you liked this mini episode of On the Hard Days. I hope that it resonated with you and I hope that you have a takeaway from this little chat that you can use to get to your own destination of self-acceptance as a mother of a neurodiverse child. I would love to hear how it's going. So you can DM me on Instagram at on the hard days with dots in between each word, or you can email me at on the hard days at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And also if you have an idea of a topic for the week that you would like me to address in these mini episodes, definitely send them my way. I would love to do that too. It's so, so nice having this amazing community, and I just want to thank you for listening and being a part of it. Now, if you haven't already subscribed to the show, make sure you do that on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, and I'll see you tomorrow.